Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Healthy Shear. That's a little dig at me. <laughs> um, if you hadn't noticed, we haven't done a podcast in over a week because I um, got COVID after two years of diligently not getting COVID. Your boy's negative. The kids are negative. But uh, yeah. I and I just jinxed the shit out I of that. I suspect that I got it at Mother's Day brunch. Shout out um, to Mama Shear. Last Sunday <laughs> on Mother's Day. So anyway, I have recovered enough where I don't sound terrible. I, I tried to get her to do the podcast without recovering. I said, COVID's no excuse. The people need us. I and was. she uh, told me to get the F out of my room. Yep. I was in bed for days. <laughs> but I'm, I, I think I, I can hear myself. I think I sound a little stuffy. But anyway, we're back. And we're going to do a brief podcast today on Arizona basketball recruiting since uh, things are about to pick up quite a bit with the summer starting. And we're just going to go down the line with a few questions. So, uh, number one, Jason, Kwame Evans is a guy that Arizona is pretty newly involved with. What are your thoughts on this gentleman? Thank you for asking, Shelby. I appreciate your question very much. Uh, Kwame, KJ Evans, whatever you want to call him, call him a five-star, really good player, one of the best players in the country. As you guys all know, if you don't know, now, now you know. Now you know. Um, five-star player, the highest-rated player that Arizona is recruiting. It does have a commitment from Kylan Boswell, 21 in the country. Uh, K.J. Evans is number three in the country. And basically, sometimes in recruiting, what happens is someone from a camp or close to a player or the player himself will reach out to a school and say, look, man, I think you should recruit me. I'm not guaranteeing you that I'm going to go to your school, but I'm really interested and maybe you should give me a shot. And that's kind of what we're seeing here. Um, you know, Oregon has been considered the leader. He took an official official visit to Oregon, but he didn't commit on the visit, which means that, look, if Arizona is willing to bring a kid on campus after he visited his leader without a commitment, that means that Arizona believes it has a chance. And I've said this before, and I have a feeling I'm going to say it a lot for as long as Tommy Lloyd is here. And so people get the picture. Arizona does not recruit kids. It doesn't believe it can land. And if there becomes a moment where it believes it will not land a kid, it is no longer recruiting them. Dusty Stromer kind of comes to mind. They recruited him for a bit. Then the feeling was, okay, we got KJ and we got Kylan. Maybe Dusty's kind of turned off by that. 
let's kind of move on elsewhere. So for the last like two, three weeks, a month of Dusty Stroman's recruitment, Arizona really wasn't involved. You maybe keep the recruit warm, but you're not all in. With KJ Evans, Arizona's pretty much all in. Um, to me, this feels like an Arizona-Oregon battle. Anytime Kentucky's involved, you know, you, you kind of got to keep them in mind, but I think they're probably third right now. I think Oregon's probably first, Arizona second, Kentucky third. That could change after the official visit. He's taking the official from June 3rd to June 5th. Um, and, you know, I know your recruitment's how are we doing with KJ, how are we doing with KJ. Recruiting doesn't change on the daily. That's not how it works. So the next update will very likely come after the visit. Like, he's not going to wake up tomorrow and go, holy shit, I'm an Arizona Wildcat. He wants to go on that visit. And so that is when we are going to know more. But the fact is, Arizona has a very real shot as of today. We know that recruiting's fickle. But as of today, Arizona has a very real shot at K.J. Evans, and that's why it's recruiting him. And if Oregon's one, then Arizona's two. Which kind of seems like that's the story in a lot of recruitments around here. Um, okay, good update. Next question. Let's do a curveball. Let's see if you get this name right, Shelby. Oh, my God. Why do you do this to me? Is it Matas Buzelis? Yeah, look at you. Matas Buzelis is a guy that you have said before we may not be talking about enough. Why is that? And how is his recruitment going? Yeah, we're not talking about him enough. I That's mean, why I love we're talking about him. Mattis Buzelis. By the way, uh, we, we, we learned. We did find. We did yeah, find it out. We're going to do this for you. Shelby and I have found out the from the right top way. source. Shelby, do you want to do it? You do it. Philip, Philippe Borovichinen. 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 Even though we still like Big Philly B. Philippe Borovichinen. Oh my God. That is the right way to say it. That's so it, sorry, folks. we interrupted the question about AKA Matas. Philly B. And I know that, believe it or not, I, from the top source, I found out that even though I'm taking credit, there are people around him that call him Philly B. So but it's pretty much canon. Guys. In America, I'm taking no, credit for that. We named him that, by Correct. the way. Yes. So, anyway, and with that wait being a second. said. I, I'm just going to confirm from the highest source because I heard it as well. So, Jason is not making that up. That is the right way to say it. Yes. The end. Also, I'm learning Slavic languages now, so. Correct. We're going to Disneyland at the end of the month. Should work out great then. I don't. I, I don't it's know. pretty much a guarantee that one of these guys is going to recruit while you're on the Correct. Thunder Mountain. Right. That's usually how it goes. Anyway, Matas Buzos. Wasn't there a commitment that broke one time when I was on Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. A football commitment. And yeah. you like, put your phone down. And I was like, nope, can't. Yeah. Whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do. Best place I ever broke a commitment. This is total we sidebar. Should, we should just make this a whole I different podcast. Broke a commitment. This is a true story. Shelby, remember this. In the Vatican. You did it in the Vaticani. In the Vatican, I said, stop. Everybody stop what you're doing. Pope, hold on a sec. And I broke a football commit in the Vatican. It was amazing. Thank you. Anyway, Modest Buzelis is where we're at. So the reason why we probably don't talk about Bruno as much. Is because, <laughs> uh, is because he keeps his recruitment like super quiet. He's not one of these guys that is flashing his visits and I love this school. Thank you so much for the offer. He's barely on social media. He plays things close to the vest, which is no problem with that. If Unless you're a fan of recruiting and then you're like, oh my God, what's going on? He's taken a few officials, but remember with the new rule, he has a bunch of officials he could take. All right, because he took some, you could take some as a junior and a senior now. So he has multiple official visits that he could still take. Arizona's probably eventually in line for one. But remember, 
he's in no rush whatsoever. Like, there's no date. Florida State was at one point thought to be the leader. From talking to people around the recruitment, I'm not sure that's the case anymore. I don't think there is a leader. North Carolina's in there, Florida State, Wake Forest, Arizona's quietly going. But again, this goes back to my point, Shelby. If Tommy Lloyd and assistants are watching him, Arizona thinks it's in there. The key will be getting him on campus. Obviously, they can't land him if they don't get an official, but he'll probably sit down at some point this summer and set the official visit and go from there. Arizona believes that it is in line to get one of those official visits, and should it get one of those official visits, you got to think that it has a solid chance. But he's a guy where we'd love to talk about him more. He's a, he's a unicorn, basically. He could play like four or five positions. Really good prospect. Um, but he's also a guy where, look, there's just not a lot of news coming from his recruitment because he doesn't allow there to be a lot of news. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. He likes to keep it locked down. Keep it locked down. That's okay. Not a lot of smartest. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, you're on fire tonight. Thank you. All right. Moving on to the 2024 class. Carter Bryant is the guy that you are high on. Why is that? And where does Arizona stand with him? First thing I always look for in a recruit is not their jumping ability or their passing or their athleticism. It's, are they a good kid? And a lot of times, you know, coaches don't necessarily say, are they a good kid? I don't really care. And sometimes it works out. Or sometimes, you know, you have instances where it doesn't work out. I remember Sean Miller went to a game and the kid was iffy. And Sean Miller goes, and I don't want to call the kid out. If you remember the story, that's fine. Sean Miller and Jason Shear, we go to see an 8 a.m. game. And it's against Modern Day. So Arizona's going to always recruit Modern Day. And this kid's playing, the, the recruit's against Modern Day. He's playing, Arizona's recruiting him, could probably land him. And the kid cocks back and punches a Modern Day player in the face. And at that moment, the recruitment was over. <laughs> I believe Miller got up and left, actually. I said, oh, we're done. Um, Carter Bryant is a really good kid from a really good family. Who would not hit anybody. No. Uh, The kid's personality is great. He knows he's good, but it's not cocky, and and he's just a good, easily accessible kid to talk to. So I'm always going to be biased against those kids. But beyond that, he's a top 15 player. You know, I could absolutely see him challenged to be a top 10 player in the class. If you were to ask me what guy Arizona hasn't offered yet that it probably will offer by the end of the summer, he's probably number one on the list. Um, there's a big tournament coming up in Glendale, Arizona. If you remember last year, the Section 7 tournament, it's coming up again this summer in June. He's going to be there. Tommy Lloyd and company will watch him. My guess is if he performs well at that tournament, he gets an offer that week. Um, but, you know, he's a kid where he's performed like Arizona's seen him. He's performed well. But that's kind of the scenario where I could see uh, him getting an offer. Should Arizona offer Shelby, uh, I believe it would be the leader. Now, this is a kid that has an offer from USC, UNLV, and Long Beach State, I believe. That offer list does not reflect how good of a player he is. Um, No disrespect to those schools involved, but he is absolutely 
a national player. The thing is, he's 2024, right? So coaches have to see him more, which will happen this summer. But this summer, his recruitment's really going to take off. Um, and, you know, when Arizona offers, I bet you other schools are going to offer and all that. But he's a kid where ultimately, um, you know, I, I would be surprised if Arizona doesn't offer. Um, you know, and, and he's a guy where I think once Arizona offers, they're in the lead for the time being. But I also think, like, I'm not going to say he's ready to commit as soon as he gets the offer because other schools are going to get involved. I'd be really surprised if by the end of the summer he doesn't have an offer from the majority of Pac-12 schools. But he's a guy that I really like, and I, I think that Arizona would be smart um, to offer him probably sooner than later and get involved relatively early on in the recruiting process. Thank you, Shelby. Wow, that was a lot about Carter Bryant. Thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. Uh, lastly, there are a few other guys in 2024 that you think could be close to an offer. Who could they be? Who? So uh, there's two guys that jump to mind. Jump to mind? In my mind? Jumping they around. They jump right into your brain? Yes. Um, so again, I don't think, like 2023 I mentioned, I don't think there's any imminent offers. There's guys that Arizona has watched. But you got to keep in mind also, Arizona already has, you know, figuring Boswell stays that has Boswell and Lewis. And it's preparing pretty much for a four-man class. So, um, and it's going to have wing depth, you know, with the Demba Ball, uh, Philly B. You know, those are two starters probably in year two, year three for a Demba. So, 2023, I don't think anything's imminent. 2024, um, one guy I would definitely keep an eye on is Isaiah Elohim, five-star shooting guard, Southern California, fourth best player in the nation. Um, he's another guy. He's as good as anyone in the country in his class. Uh, really, really good athletic 6'5 shooting guard has the size. I think Arizona is probably going to offer him um, this summer after watching him, but he already has offers from ASU. <laughs> like how I said ASU first. <laughs> Kansas, Oregon, Texas, and UCLA. Do you like how I put ASU? ASU should always like, be oh, number one. ASU. Oh my God, who's second? Just lowly Kansas, Oregon, Texas, UCLA, Washington. I think Arizona eventually um, offers Elohim. He's really good, plays for Sierra Canyon. Um, you know, he, he's a guy that um, Arizona's seen a few times already. Uh, so, again, you know, he's the L.A. schools are going to be all over him, Kansas, Kentucky. He's going to be one of those, right? I'm just going to say it. he's going to be one of those where the recruitment um, becomes national. Uh, the other one is Victorious Miller, obviously. Amazing name. Great name. Uh, Victorious Miller, otherwise known as Shelby. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you back here. Silk the Shocker. Do you remember him? Yeah. Silk the Shocker's kid, Victoria Amazing. Miller. Yeah. So, of course, that's his name. Uh, five star prospect, number nine in the country, now going to Compass Prep. He's a guy that I really like. Um, and, and, you know, I think more schools will eventually get involved with him. But those are probably two 2024 guys. Um, you know, there's, there's a good amount. I, I think that, again, like when you look at, at Arizona, um, you know, we've said it before. I think this is the 85th time we've said it on this podcast, actually. There's going to be guys that, you know, like I can tell you right now, there's guys in 2024 and 25 that Arizona really likes, but they're just not in a rush to offer them because that's just not like Trey Johnson, number three player in the country, right? Six, five guard. Arizona has seen him multiple times. If Arizona feels it could get him, it'll eventually offer. It's watched him a few times already. And he's a guy that's like really good. There's no, you know, question about his talent. It's a matter of if Arizona uh, gets involved in his recruitment, could it get him? Jace Richardson is another one. I know Arizona's watched multiple times, point guard 
out of Bishop Gorman, really good top 25 player. If Arizona feels it can get involved and, and take him seriously, um, you know, it's, it's going to go get him, right? It's going to go try to get him. So there's guys in 2024. Uh, Dean and Thomas, to me, DJ Thomas, we can call him, out of Henderson, Nevada, Liberty High School four-star player. Um, he's another guy where he's going to be in Glendale next month. If he plays really well, I think it's a possibility. I really like him. I haven't seen him since last summer when he was at that same tournament, uh, but I think that he's, he's really good. 2025 kids you're talking about. Um, obviously, I wouldn't you know, expect Arizona to offer any 2025 kids uh, anytime soon because, you know, that's kind of... So far. Right, that's kind of far. But, you know, there's guys that they're involved with. Um, you know, Arizona football is offering a different 2025 kid every day right now, which is pretty cool. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But again, um, there's going to be a movement this summer, clearly, with offers and recruiting. You're going to see Arizona watch as many guys as possible. And I always go back, and I think I said this last podcast, you know, you have to play well. You can play poorly in front of some coaches and still get offered. It's stupid. But when Tommy's watching you, you have to play well. Like, I remember Milos Uzan. I brought him up before. He was ready for an offer. Tommy watched him twice, I believe. I was at the games that Tommy was at. He was awful. You didn't, you didn't leave those games saying, this is a guy that Arizona needs to offer. That recruitment ended that day. Done. And so if these guys have to play well in front of Tommy, and he's picky. And it's nothing wrong with that. So that's kind of a high school you know update recruiting update we'll do transfers and stuff in another podcast but that's uh that's kind of where we're at i I have a question that i'm sure people are are interested in in this vein are you ready i hope so what are you doing this summer and what are your plans as far as recruiting because i believe you have a trip or something you're doing yeah i just said that honey no you didn't i'm going to glendale when did you say that i've been talking about it all podcast where have i been i don't know i think i've been in a COVID haze (laughs) oh my god COVID haze is real. Um, I'm going to Disneyland. We're going to Disneyland. There'll be at least four kids that commit. Right. I'm going to the Glendale tournament, which is the end of June. I'll post. Well, I, I, you guys should come out to that. Admission's free, which is completely wild. It's a high school basketball tournament. It's not AAU junk. So these are high school teams. It is certified. It is high school coaches. There's a ton of talent, West Coast talent. There's some East Coast teams, but it's mostly West Coast um, you know, and, and tons of guys loved it last year. Um, and then after that, I think we're we're going to Vegas. Right. And but it has nothing to do with recruiting. That's no. just us going Glendale's to the big one this summer, and I think we, I might go to L.A., but I haven't decided yet. Yeah. So well, the Glendale go. thing sounds pretty fun. Like it's Wildcat fun. Authority. It's, in, uh, it's where the Arizona Cardinals play. Wildcat Authority party, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Jason doesn't like parties. I don't like people. Parties. <laughs> Oh, parties? No. People in general. But, okay, well, that's cool. Also, to clarify, we're not in Disneyland for any recruiting either, just going to get out of Tucson. I'm recruiting the happiest place on it. No, here, I'm not kidding. There will be a commitment that we can... I'm sure there will be. Um, This isn't me, like, I know something you guys don't. It just happens every time we go anywhere. um, I will say that football is going to be hopping in June, which we'll get to also, but, I mean, they've got, like, 10 visits every weekend. It's going to be wild. So, we got a lot... Shelby's back. Hopefully I didn't jinx myself with this podcast. The girls are locked in their rooms, not because they're sick, because... They're teenagers. They're te- well, one of them's... A, yeah. Aurora turned 13, so she's wonderful. She's super angry and stays in her room. Except for now, when she gets out and causes all the dogs to bark. So, with that being said, I'm like... Thank you guys for joining Shelby and I on our podcast. <laughs> and all the dogs. Don't have kids. 
Thanks They're for down. Us. We would like to end this podcast with a shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Rip. I plan my entire Sunday around the Phoenix Suns. Aurora's laughing because she knows this is true. I got food. I made dinner. I said, let's roll. And they lost by 197 points. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Aurora, for laughing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.